Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Darren Solid. He is the CEO of Vendo. They're an e-commerce marketplace expert. Excited to have you on. Welcome, Darren. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, George. Excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, I am a very passionate e-commerce enthusiast. I've been selling, gosh, for the last couple of decades before Amazon was a thing. I actually sold my first product on Amazon back in 2001 before FBA or any of these things existed. So I literally was dropping off the item in a parking lot to somebody who I'd sold the item to. So that that dates me in terms of how far back I go. But yeah, I love all things e-commerce. Big uh, avid athlete and fan of all things sports and a big family man with three beautiful kids and an amazing wife. I love it. That's perfect. So what is top of mind for you? This is a digital marketing, digital marketplaces, e-commerce. Seems like it's always moving faster and faster. What's what's? Yeah, no, no, great question. It's uh, it's changing as we're sitting here. Uh, as you and I are talking, there's a new thing that happened on Amazon, on Shopify, and Walmart.com. Um, but I'd say the biggest thing that's happening is brands are starting to uh, realize that they've got to win uh, online in the marketplace. Uh, otherwise, bricks and mortar and typical retail distribution points are no longer the only place a customer's journey starts and ends. So very much uh, the digital space as it's evolving and growing is something that brands need to pay very close attention to. And that's all brands. That's all brands, big and small. Um, you know, Amazon had different iterations of its life cycle. It started with resellers, then it moved to private label sellers. And now it's very much evolved to, you know, the uh, biggest brands in the world are now playing and spending tens of millions of dollars on Amazon, realizing the power that it yields. When you say they're spending tens of million dollars on Amazon, what does that mean? Advertising. So used to be, used to go to Google and Facebook for ads. They used to lead with about 20 billion, roughly 25 billion a year each. They were producing an ad revenue. Uh, Amazon now is caught up to whether it's like 18 or 20 billion, I believe, uh, in ad revenue, which is the amount of money people are spending on their platform to drive awareness. I had so no crazy. idea. Yeah. It's crazy. It has become more and more a pay-to-play platform, um, which is unfortunate because it's it's leaving a lot of smaller sellers in the dust. But uh, there are still different ways to win on Amazon, and that's where something like Vendo comes in. Yeah, tell me why people come to you. So people come to Vendo because we're basically a team of marketplace experts that we act as an extension of their team. There's a lot of these smaller businesses that I referenced earlier that don't have the budgets and can't compete on Amazon because they don't have five people or six people against Amazon. We are their outsourced team on the ground for that business. You know, you need customer service, you need reviews, you need ad management, you need optimization, you need content uh, creation. All those different things require a lot of people to manage. And uh, we are the solution to a lot of those clients to be an extension of their team for Amazon. Got it. So let's just pick a fictitious brand. Let's say that, you pick shoes. Uh, sure, uh, supplements are always a good one. Okay, so yeah. so I am a supplement company, and I thought, yeah. you know what? There's just no way that that that, or, or or maybe there is. Is is how how should I think about? Um, I I I come to you. I say I want to make more sales. 
Yeah, great, great question. We get it all the time, right? Um, the we do the exploratory introductory new biz call with a lot of these brands to find out, hey, what are they doing both in distribution at traditional retail, uh, D2C on their own website. We also manage a lot of walmart.com business uh, at Bendo against a fully dedicated team there. And so really understanding what the brand's kind of holistic strategy is for growth, what they're doing. Uh, we take it from there and then we say, great, we understand your budgets. We understand where you're playing, where you'd like to play. And then we start building out a really uh, unique holistic strategy that says, okay, here's how we want to launch your products on Amazon or re-merchandise them if you're already on there. Here's how we want to launch on Walmart.com uh, and how we want to drive growth and brand awareness across the two largest marketplaces by leveraging our team skill sets to fuel that growth. As an example, hey, you don't have somebody managing your ads, an expert. We can manage your Walmart.com ads. We can manage your Amazon ads. We can manage your Facebook, your Google ads, and we can drive growth um, by really optimizing those things to drive both organic and paid growth at the same time. Yeah, that, that, that was my next question is what, what, what role does organic search play? Uh, it, you know, on walmart.com, it plays a much larger role today because Walmart is um, trying to be omni-channel. And so there's merchants at Walmart that will actually drive you up in search for certain keywords. There's an actual human being driving some of the algorithm results. Whereas on Amazon, uh, organic growth is a lot tougher to achieve if you haven't built out huge brand awareness off of the platform. So that's kind of the trick, right? If, if, I'm, if I am a supplement company, I've been successful. And so I am in business for, for the long term. Should I focus resources on building my off Amazon and off Walmart presence? You should, you should focus your efforts on building your brand awareness for the purpose of driving growth on those platforms. So what I mean as an example is, uh, are you engaging with certain influencers that are building more brand awareness that you know, they're agnostic as to whether they drive traffic to Amazon, to Walmart, uh, to bricks and mortar, doesn't really matter. Are you running TV, which still works, believe it or not, in this day and age? Um, are you leveraging other aspects of paid search and paid social media to really drive brand awareness that will spill over onto all these marketplaces? How often are companies that come to you working with influencers? Um, I would say when they come to us, probably five or six out of 10 are working with some form of an influencer campaign, might be it micro influencers or nano influencers, um, or they aren't, so they come to us to help uh, source and create an influencer marketing program. Yeah, I imagine that uh, there's a lot of ways to do that wrong. Uh, yes, there are. Uh, I can tell you a lot of ways, a lot of ways to do things incorrectly, um, based on the experience we've seen from a lot of our brands. So yes, there are a lot of ways to do that wrong. There's a lot of ways to spend money incorrectly, I think is a different way to say that. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of ways to spend money incorrectly. Yes. But that's, I mean, I imagine if to try to distill this down, that's just a huge thing that why people come to you is because they're just hemorrhaging cash at every single one of these steps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're either overspending on their Amazon or Walmart.com ad budgets, and they're not getting a return. You know, they're spending $10 to sell $5 as an example, right? As opposed to spending $10 to sell $20. 
to actually get a return. Uh, that's one area where we see a lot of clients just mismanaging uh, their ad budgets. The other is, to your point, um, they're spending on the wrong marketing projects. You know, they're they're running a lot of in-store co-op and you know slotting fees, things like that. Whereas some of that money might be better spent in driving direct traffic digitally uh, in the new and evolving commerce world. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's fascinating that Amazon is now opening bookstores and they're opening essentially department stores. And I just literally received what looks like a JCPenney Christmas catalog, except it's Amazon in the mail. Um, how, how, how do you balance or not that it's balanced, but think about the world of online versus actual brick and mortar? Uh, well, it's funny because of our walmart.com practice that um, we, you know, we're focused on the Omni side of the business there, whereby we are heavily focused on bricks and mortar uh, fueling the growth of uh, online for Walmart. So a lot of walmart.com's growth or e-commerce growth, excuse me, uh, lately that you've read about in the headlines is driven by order online and pick up in store. So very much true Omni, true bricks and mortar meets digital retail shopping. Uh, Target is actually more Omni today than Walmart is, but Walmart's getting there. They made a lot of progress and they continue with their Walmart Plus membership programs and other things they're doing. Um, they are definitely, I wouldn't say catching up, but they're definitely trying to innovate to keep up with what's going on from that perspective. And then as far as Amazon, yes, I got the same catalog you did that you're referring to. Uh, Amazon is not secretly anymore because it's been leaked, going and finding thousands of sites to start building out their grocery stores that they've now uh, created several uh, beta versions of across the country, whereby literally you'll just put your groceries in the cart and you can YouTube this. It's fascinating. You scan your products. It automatically scans it in the cart. You go to the green checkout line, you hit your Amazon app and you just walk out the store. Um, and those grocery stores, which are typically 30 to 40,000 square feet in nature, they are going to be building out in the heavy way to go after Walmart specifically who currently leads grocery in this country. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So, so, so when you say Omni, that means it's, 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 it's the Walmart model. They have a massive online presence, but then also massive brick and mortar. Store. Correct. And so, you know, it, it's, it certainly is, is that a play of that Walmart can save a ton of money by not having to ship everything. So they try to encourage people to order online and go to the store to pick up. Yeah. I'm, well, it's actually, it's more so than that. It's, you know, Amazon spent over 10 years building out their infrastructure, their FBA facilities to win the last mile delivery. But interestingly enough, Walmart realized a couple of years ago when they woke up and realized they had a website that um, I, I believe it's 95% of the country lives within five miles of a Walmart. <laughs> so if you can leverage those 4,500 stores or DCs, then they can start really taking over uh, in terms of at least from grocery or online pickup. Uh, I know Target's been very big in their growth with online pickup, excuse me, store pickup. Walmart is doing a great job catching up in that game as well. Got it. Fascinating. So biggest mistakes that you see people make? Yeah, uh, biggest mistakes I think is um, trying to do trying to do everything in house. Sometimes I know you would think like as you're building out a brand, you would want to control everything and bring it. But sometimes I would say brand owners and, and people are building these businesses. They're best served strategically focused on those types of things and bring in experts like ourselves or passionate enthusiasts 
that would um, accelerate the performance versus trying to train someone in-house and build in, hey, I've got my Amazon guy or my Walmart guy in-house. Um, I see a lot of brands making the mistake of doing that. And then it fails. Those people leave. Um, you know, they're reliant on them. They build out a big channel of their business online and then it collapses uh, or it's mismanaged in-house because there's no structure. Uh, yeah, that certainly makes sense. Um, is there, it's fascinating to me that um, you've obviously been at this. You said you sold your first or bought something or sold something on Amazon in 2001. So you are an enthusiast. This is, this is what you sleep and, and eat and breathe. How, how, how else are you and companies similar to yours able to stay on top of everything as it's changing? You're obviously uh, an expert. You're an enthusiast. You, you've been at this for a long time. How how do you and Vendo st stay on top of changing algorithms or whatever the right term is for Amazon, for um, for Walmart, for for everything? Uh, a fantastic team, a fantastic team of people. So I've got people much smarter than me, uh, just as passionate than me in terms of those channels. Uh, we've hired former Walmart category specialists on our team. So they know the backend tools and how to navigate them and what strategies to employ. And then on the Amazon side, really it's, it's attending a lot of webinars, conferences, being a part of different groups, um, being thought leaders in the space, putting a lot of content out there on our own podcasts and own site. Um, it's really just having a team of passionate enthusiasts like myself is what's really served us well because we all find the answers together um, as it, being part of a team that's as passionate as me. Yes. Nice. Appreciate yeah. that. How, how much of it is cat and mouse versus these companies are really clear in what they want, how, how they want advertisers to, to interact with them. Um, you know, it, it's, it's funny when you, if, if I understood your question correctly, you mean that it conflicts with some of the store or, or merchandising opportunities? Just how 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 open Amazon is with we're changing our algorithm. We want more of this or we want oh, less yeah. of that. So yeah, that um, interestingly enough, two three months ago, Amazon introduced what's called a brand referral bonus program, whereby they were incentivizing external traffic to come to their platform. They were telling you, hey, drive traffic from outside of Amazon back to Amazon. We will give you a 10% rebate on your referral fees, which is the commission to sell a product on Amazon. Um, so that's one example of where they're actually telling you, hey, come here. But yeah, they're a black box as far as data is concerned. They have gotten better about uh, releasing a little bit more information. And there's a lot of great third-party tools on Amazon today, like a Helium 10 or a Jungle Scout which are popular names that a lot of viewers might be familiar with uh, to give you some of those insights and additional data points. But for the most part, Amazon reserves a lot of its data. You could argue for itself, especially given the recent articles on how they've been accused of knocking off a lot of sellers uh, for their own gain, things of that nature. So yeah, Walmart, uh, same thing, very much a black box in terms of data. Which is certainly their prerogative. Um... Absolutely. So when, how, how do you coach your clients through that? Um, you know, look, it's understanding the platforms. We all, if you're playing within the, uh, the white hat tactics, which are 
within the rules of terms of service, then everybody's got the same tools and in their tool belt to use on these platforms. I guess it's being creative and innovative in terms of how to best use those tools, which I would argue our team does better than most. And then how to supplement or complement that with additional external tools and things like that um, to really win on those platforms. And then leverage some of these third-party uh, platforms that I just talked about to get those insights um, and then really use those to build up a strategy around ranking, around sales, around growth, around optimization, things like that. Love it. Well, Darren, people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Um, sure. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I think, uh, you know, on our podcast, we, we give out a lot of content, a lot of great information. I'd say from my perspective, if you're going to be selling on any of these platforms, be it Amazon, Walmart.com, your own website, the biggest difference-making tip I can offer brands starting out today is think about how are you building brand awareness? Because a lot of brands think, hey, I'm just going to go on a platform. I'm going to pay for sponsored ads, et cetera. They fail to realize that just by building brand awareness, you are going to increase your organic sales and search dramatically. And that investment is going to come back to you tenfold um, in the long term once you realize, hey, have I built out an approach to really let consumers know who I am, what I sell, why I sell it, and why they should buy my product? If you can answer all those questions uh, offline, you are going to win online and on the shelf uh, nine times out of ten. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Aaron, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and Vendo? They can find me at Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, at VendoCommerce.com. That's my email. They can go to our website, VendoCommerce.com, and they can check out our podcast and content and blogs and a lot of great stuff there to find out. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Darren your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to vendocommerce.com. Check out all the great resources. Check out the podcast. Give us the email address again, Darren. Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N at vendocommerce.com. Perfect. Thanks again, Darren. Thank you. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>